Hey, this is Max Phils. Hi, and I'm Haley Rose, and you're listening to the Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer Success. all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is my podcast, Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. On today's show, The Power of Forgiveness. My guests are Max Phils and Hayley Rose. They went from being a young swinger married couple recording their sexcapades as a hobby to becoming successful content creators on OnlyFans and shooting for professional companies in the adult industry. We will be discussing how you can get into the adult industry and build your catalogue of personal movies. The superfan sponsor of this episode is Kev. Shout out of gratitude to Kev, our sponsor for helping make this podcast possible. You too can support this podcast and become a sponsor via my Patreon channel. So what have I been up to? I woke up to a lovely message this morning on my phone from the owner and CEO of Kiru, he's called Toon, and I'm one of their ambassadors and models, and I have a male stroker toy moulded out of my personal anatomy. And I've become good friends with Toon many years ago. He's a really good person, he's got a nice calm and energy, and he's kind to the people that are around him. My sales have done really well this month of the toy, and it was a congratulations text that was really rewarding to wake up, to see it. And it was about a product called the Power Blow. And it's a, it's a new product that they've got out. This isn't an ad, just so you know, this is not an ad. This is just me talking about it because I think it's amazing. It's compatible with just three products from the Kiwi range. And one of them is my Feel Tiny Stroker. So I loved it. I, I I had to go on the site and I'm like, I've got to find out about this toy because apparently my packages have been selling, selling like crazy. And to the fact that when I looked, they've, they've actually sold out and they're just about to stock back up again. I've had word. It, and I'm like, that's great. They, they've oversold. Amazing. I looked at the site and I listened and this is it. I'm going to read it. It's just, it blows me mind just listening to it. Introducing Power Blow, the latest innovation from Kiru. I, I'm doing it in like one of those voices. I used to do Vivid Radio and I was a host on Vivid Radio, which was syndicated on Sirius XM for seven years. And we used to have to do reads. Every show you'd have to do a read. I feel like I'm doing a read right now, but it's my own read for me. It's not an ad that's being placed, but I'm just going to do it in my voice. Latest innovation from Kiro. 
It fits seamlessly on my Feel Tanya Stroker case, giving you an unparalleled experience. It will redefine the word suction. Okay, so now we're getting what it is. Okay, I'm going to read it again. Carry on. Packed with Kiru most advanced interactive technology. You can connect it to content online and with a partner from a distance. You can activate it manually or automatically. You can create and store a custom pattern. Unleash the PowerBlow full potential by connecting it with the PowerBlow app, allowing you to fine tune every aspect of your journey. PowerBlow is compatible with Keon, further amplifying your solo sessions and taking you to extraordinary new heights. So it's a men's toy with a suction part at the end that feels like a power blow, which is strong suction, which can then go into a big box called a Keon that can make the whole product move up and down. It's just amazing this technology was so going so more into AI and sex toys are becoming very AI integrated. So I'm going to carry on. I have to keep stopping to tell you what it is. Back to my reading voice. Experience a new dimension of interactive pleasure with PowerBlow. Make sure you use it with my Feel Tanya Stroker. You can feel my Feel Tanya Stroker by going directly to my page on feeltanya.com. You can search on the bundles to find the PowerBlow, Keon and Feel Tanya package. So I have one on order, so I'm going to be testing the PowerBlow with my Feel Tanya Stroker. And then I'm going to test it all with the Keon. I love it. I've got this growing collection of toys. And I want to know if any of you have a Feel Tanya Stroker, please let me know what you think of it. You can even leave me a voice note on speakpipe.com slash tanyatate. But I have to say, if you're going to leave a voice note, at least make a PG so I don't have to play something going bleep, 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 <laughs> right through your message. And if you want, you can better still, we, we can upgrade this. You can give me a call or a video chat with me on sexpanther.com slash tanyatate. So I just wanted to let you know how exciting that call was. And I can't wait to get my power blow. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'll make some little videos and stick them online. I have been advancing on my fitness journey. I love it. I always have something good to tell you about my fitness, don't I? I've been putting on a little more weight and I've been filling out some of my curves. So it's been making my body grow, my thighs a little bit thicker. So I'm still the same shape, just a little bit more curvaceous. So now I'm having some more conversations with my personal trainer and business mentor, Gerd Kuvit. So there is a balance and here's the balance. I eat more and I get more curves. It goes a little on my backside, but it also feels like it goes a little on my tummy. So we have a choice. I can eat clean, well and healthy with generous portions and then add some cardio into my workout or reduce the food so I don't need to burn the extra calories. But I need the food to feed my muscles. So the only way to keep my curves is through clean food with the extra cardio. So I'm going to try that and see how I get on. I love the curves. I have to tell you, I do love the curves. I hope that you like them as well. (laughs) 
when it comes to the gym, I had a special guest come to the gym with me this week. My new friend is Elizabeth Schuyler, and we're both mums who love working out, so I invited her to train with me. If you've never met her, she's super sweet, and you can see her pictures on Twitter at Liz underscore Schuyler. When I'm at the gym, I don't talk about this side of my career, so it was nice to be able to share stories and tips with someone who understands my work but without being in a work environment. And I was happy to share some advice with her. She let me know that she does yoga and cardio. So I gave her a good leg workout with weights. And I have to admit, it was a little challenging for us both. But we relaxed in the jacuzzi afterwards. I've got to say, she must have really enjoyed it because she's coming back next week. And yes, in case you're wondering, I will post a picture of us on my social media. So you can go and take a look at Twitter at Tanya Tate and Instagram at Tanya Tate Create. I'll put them up there. I was thinking to myself, it would be nice to have someone to train with me. And I asked and I got, I like that. And I love when I hear messages of reminders. But sometimes I hear things that I believe I'm not ready to listen to. And often I recall myself saying, oh, this is the third time I'm hearing this message. And when I say it, I know that that is the time when I actually have to listen. And I feel my job on this earth is to pass messages on to you in case you too can benefit. So this is a big message. Forgiveness. Yeah, I know, hearing that three times took me out of my comfort zone. And who wants to forgive? I listened to a personal friend talk about forgiveness. It was enlightening and I thought, okay, that makes sense. Then I turn on Instagram and up pops a reel from Diamond Dallas Page. So his Instagram handle is his name, Diamond Dallas Page. All about, yes, you guessed it, forgiveness. So I'll share what he says. Okay, so this is, I'm not going to do it in Diamond Dallas Page's voice, just so you know. (laughs) I couldn't do it. It just wouldn't sound right. And if he's listening to this, I would not do you justice. So I'll say it in my little British voice. Okay. Imagine it's Diamond Dallas Page saying it. Okay. Everything I say on these reels are just my personal beliefs. And this one I've learned over time. When you develop the art of forgiveness, you love. And when you love, God shines his light down upon you. We all know that sometimes it's not easy to forgive. But the one thing I've learned over the last 66 years, don't forget it's not me, it's Diamond Dallas Page. I have to say it looks great for 66. Over the last 66 years is that forgiveness is always better for your soul. Think about it and own it. So I always like to say, if you're not religious, just swap the word out God for universe or whatever resonates with you. So I started my day with this reminder. Thanks, Diamond. You are amazing. I want to talk about the power of forgiveness. And... Holding on to negative emotions such as anger, resentment, jealousy can cause blockages and stress inside. And stress inside can cause numerous things, including health issues. And my body, when 
stress tries to take over, it doesn't have good reactions. Have you ever thought about a certain person and immediately you recall an incident where you felt bad? Your pulse races. You might clench up or feel nauseous, angry. I'm sure we all know this person. But have you ever asked yourself, why do you feel that way? It's because you have not forgiven them for something that took place. So forgiveness can include forgiveness from the cosmic universe, God, source, wherever you want to picture as your beliefs. It can be asking others to forgive you, giving yourself forgiveness or giving it to others. So forgiveness is the act of letting go, releasing yourself or that person. Letting go of the idea that justice must be served and is 100% deserved. An eye for an eye is not forgiveness. Forgiveness can be twisted for the manipulative purposes. Doesn't mean like wiping the slate clean, don't act like it didn't happen. You don't have to tell yourself it didn't happen. You don't have to give excuses for a person by minimizing what happened. And it's not excusing poor behavior. It's not an excuse to say in a harmful situation. You don't need to let someone off the hook to be fair, but forgiveness can stop that need for you to not rest until punishment is served. By propelling that need, it is driving you to retain the negative emotions that do not help you to feel good and they do not allow you to be a higher version of yourself. So what would life look like if it was devoid of forgiveness? Would it be a world without love? Because love forgives everything. And forgiveness is an act of love. And love forgives. In our world, forgiveness is something that holds us together. Without love, would we be able to build a community? Would we break apart without that layer of forgiveness? And when you don't forgive yourself, it can end up eating you up inside. You might exclude yourself from certain groups and friends and events. I've done that when you're invited somewhere and then I've asked, oh, who's going? And then you find out and it's like, oh, that person. Oh, okay, no, I don't fancy it. (laughs) I have done that quite a lot of times, actually. But you can keep falling out like a repeated cycle when you don't forgive. Reconciliation can be part of forgiveness, but don't forgive in an attempt to be reconciled. I've seen that within my own family. People, myself included, that don't forgive and the cycle continues. And once you forgive, it can take time to reunite. Or maybe there won't ever be a reconciliation. However, the exoneration has removed the unwanted feelings. Forgiveness can help you maintain relationships, friends, family units. If you hold back and keep repeating the cycle physically or just running it over and over in your head, it will affect your life. Will it take someone to pass away, to pass over, to die, for you to realize that you wished that you forgave them? 
Forgiveness is like cleaning out the bad vibes. But you hurt yourself when you're holding on to the pain. You think you're hurting the other person by not talking to them, but it's really you that you're hurting. You don't want to keep holding on to something like you're gripping a prickly pear in your hand. you got to open your hand up and release it and drop it to the ground. Show compassion and love and the power of forgiveness will be revealed. Yeah, I'm listening to my own advice here to release that prickly pain. Something else I'm working on is to release the trauma inside my body so I can self-heal. Now, I'm willing to go outside the box when it comes to Lyme disease treatments. It used to own me, Lyme disease. But now it's just something that's fiddling around in my body, messing with the cells. And I'm cleaning it up and brushing it out internally. I had to do something I thought I'd never do today. My task to myself was to do a meditation where I offered forgiveness to people and events that I'm still holding on to that do not assist with my higher good. So this is a little bit different, but like I say, I'm willing to go outside the box. I'm willing to try things. So in my meditation, beforehand, I had some quiet time, went inside myself, got a notebook and wrote down some people and some events and some things that I can recall that it they really didn't feel good. And it's caused me to have an issue with those people afterwards. So in my meditation, I invite each person in. So meditation, it's about quieting your mind and, but it's also about a whole lot of other things. And you might think, well, it's a thought process or it's a happening of a higher self. It doesn't really matter what you think or what you feel compared to anybody else. It's if it feels right for you. And this is what felt right for me today. So so bear with me. And it's what something that any of you can do. Any of you can do this. So in my meditation, I invite each person in. And after they've come in, I acknowledge them what they had done. Sometimes it was what I'd done. And then I said, I release you from the energy of what is holding us together, those cords, those bonds. And then I offered them forgiveness and sent them on the way. Now, when I was doing my meditation, I was thinking like I was at a little campfire and I was one side and they would come the other side and the conversation would, would go. It's all my conversation. They just listened. And then just before they left, I invited them to have a candle and light the candle with the fire. Because it's like, I, I think, 
I want them to have some light and I want them to have some love in their life. And some of them, they're not going to have that. I have it. I have light. I have love. But some of these people who I've released them, who I've forgiven them, they have not forgiven themselves and they're in places that I wonder if they'll ever get to that real stage of real happiness. I don't know. We all choose our path and we all have choice and we all have free choice. But I did my bit. I released, I forgave and I sent them on the way with love and light. And I had to come up with a plan. Like next time if I see that person again, what's going to happen? Because you can get that energy back, that connection again where it's that really bad negative emotions so here's what I'm going to do if I ever see that person again is to put up that protective bubble around me I love the white light the thoughts of just protecting myself in a bubble of white light and then offer them compassion I don't even have to say it to them just feel compassion for them knowing that they're in a lower place to where I am. And they may still keep themselves in that same cycle of their own trauma. I feel lighter after the meditation. It was just, it was really amazing. And then of course, a few hours later, someone's face pops up. And I'm like, okay, I was expecting that. I, I was expecting it. Because it's like I'm on their mind. I've been thinking about them and suddenly they're going to appear again. So you know what? I saw the face and I just smiled when I saw them. And I knew I was being tested. I actually felt a little sadness for them because they're in so much pain. And I can see it on the face. And I mentally just wished them love and peace and moved on. Like, yes. That felt good. It's a deep exercise, but it's it's very effective. You gotta believe in it. You gotta believe in yourself that you're capable of the forgiveness. After releasing and forgiving, I'm feeling more grounded and calm. I'm like, meditation can do that. It makes me feel really good. But I heard about these grounding mats where, like I'm sitting here now doing the podcast. If I had my feet on a grounding mat right now, I would be grounded. And I'm going to do some more research into it, but it's something that's come up. But if anyone's got any experience that's listening now with grounding appliances, please share it with me. I'd love some personal involvement suggestions. So forgiveness, it's a hard subject to approach, but it's not complicated. You have to make the choice to forgive. We need to forgive. We need you to forgive. And we need to be forgiving people. Imagine if our world was like that. So who is the content creator of the episode? I want to spotlight someone who I feel has stood out or done something interesting on their social media. So 
let me introduce this episode's Skinfluencer Success Spotlight performer as Elizabeth Schuyler. So she was suggested as a content creator of the episode by one of our loyal listeners. She's a relatively new entertainment actress making scenes on premium platforms and now she also has some professional studio scenes under her belt. So she's active on Twitter and she's posting some really pleasurable content. But what I saw is that she's supporting other models. She's there, she's retweeting their posts, she's posting comments. And she's done it with me. I saw her on my timeline mentioning some really sweet things and I knew I had to follow her. She's growing her social media and I would love for you to give her some love back by following her on Twitter at Liz underscore Skylar and tell her that Tanya Tate sent you there. Tag performers who you think deserve to be Skinfluencer Success Spotlight. You can tweet me at Tanya Tate, comment on my YouTube or TikTok at Tanya Tate Tube or Instagram at Tanya Tate Create. And you can also leave me a voice note, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate and let me know who you think should be spotlighted and why. Coming up next on Skinfluencer Success, my guests are Max Phils and Haley Rose. They went from being a young swinger married couple recording their sex capades as a hobby to becoming successful content creators on OnlyFans and shooting for professional companies in the adult industry. We will be discussing how you can get into the adult industry and build your catalogue of personal movies. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer. You are listening to Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. How can you get into the adult entertainment industry and build your catalogue of personal movies? My guests are a married couple who met in college. She is an adult performer and content creator described as the perfect mix of adorable and sexy. He is a rising male performer, creator, and the cutest lover boy in the industry. They went from being a young, swinging couple recording their sex capades as a hobby and sharing with friends to becoming successful content creators on OnlyFans and shooting for professional companies in the adult industry. Also known as your favorite porn couple, welcome Max Phils and Haley Rose, the Skinfluencer Success Podcast. Hey, thanks so hey. much for having us, Tanya. It's good yeah. to see you. We're really excited yeah. to be here. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to have you both. And I got to say, this is your first official interview. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Our, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, so first honored. person to even talk to us about this. So thank you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is going to be amazing. I'm so glad. Look at you. You both you both so cute. <laughs> You're so young. I'm looking. I'm like you are. I'm, you are like Haley is so cute, and Max like oh. he st- still looks like a college boy. <laughs> yeah, I shaved yesterday for a scene, so I look. He's fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've I've got to say like how we first know each other because um, we shot together, um, me and Max, and it was at your apartment over there, and Haley. Yeah, it was on was... this couch actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Uh, let's just say I, I hope it um, dried out since. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to air it out on the balcony. It was... 
but it was fine. It's easy to clean. Certainly, <laughs> worth, certainly worth the cleanup. Oh, yeah, certainly worth it. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad. Oh, my goodness. Right, okay, so I'm sitting here. I know who you are, but everyone else doesn't. So in, t tell everybody, who is Max Fills and Haley Rose, and how did you first get together? Ooh, um, so you start. Okay, well, my name's Haley Rose. Um, I'm an OnlyFans model and professional porn actress. Um, we've been doing this for about two years now. Yeah. I'm Max Phils. I'm from Los Angeles. That's really important. My entire brand is like around how I am like unapologetically myself. I'm from Los Angeles. So I talk like someone who's natively from Los Angeles. And I think that's, uh, I think that's special, <laughs> I guess. Why is it special? I mean, I'm from Britain, so I don't know what, what what's so special about it. I think you being from Britain is also incredibly special. Just in, like just the fact that you can tell from where you're from and where you're from is like such a big part of who you are. I think that's special. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you're from as, as long as like, because you really like Liverpool, the team. And I think yes. that's awesome. You're unapologetically yourself. That's like yes. who you are. That's part of your identity. So I just wanted to include that in who I am also. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Let's go back. You were at college and that's how you met. Yeah, we both went to school at UC Santa Cruz. Um, go banana slugs. And <laughs> we met like right when we were finishing up college. So I'm like super glad we got to meet before we graduated. And um, luckily, we were both moving back down to Los Angeles so we could continue our relationship. Yeah, let's back up a little bit. It was oh, yeah. um, right like towards the end of COVID. So we had both like we've been like both cooped up in this city just east of San Francisco, like on the coast and uh, out there. It's very isolated to begin with. And then during COVID, yeah. it was even more isolated. So we were both kind of just stuck in our long-term relationships with our old partners. And neither of us had a very good monogamous relationship before this. Like, oh. you know, we had multiple very bad monogamous relationships. So when we, f we first met, on campus on the bus somewhere like we saw each other in passing because there's a bus that goes around the school to get to to your lecture and we saw each other in passing a couple times but we never talked we never spoke to each other um and we matched on tinder like a couple <laughs> months later like right after i broke up with my girlfriend yeah i literally made that account like maybe a week after yeah of being single. <laughs> super fortunate we matched really quickly on tinder and somehow i convinced her to meet me in person <laughs> so yeah and this was like like seriously the pandemic had still been going on so like our roommates were freaking out like oh yeah this was before the first vaccine or anything so her was roommate right was when the out. vaccine was coming out yeah we didn't and have access to it we didn't have it yet but I was like I just need to meet this guy I was I felt kind of bad about it I felt like I was being bad <laughs> you know like going out to meet someone but it was i mean in the long run in retrospect it was totally worth it like i wouldn't have changed yeah. anything about how we met so you get to meet you get to like start hooking up you're hanging out um then you you graduate so let's move forward from there how did the relationship move on and let's talk about you know relationships were you exclusively together were you with other partners 
Well, uh, from the start, we didn't want to be exclusive. So we actually spent a long time like hanging out, hooking up, like you're saying, and not really progressing the relationship because we liked to be open and we were both like seeing other people a little bit and like having our own sexual lives. And like, we really enjoyed that. And we were worried that if we became an official couple, we would have to like end that. And so for a while we were just kind of like, like to be honest, Max tried to ghost me for a second. <laughs> Cause he, I, you know, he was falling for me and he was, wasn't ready, but um, after I, I had literally broken up with my last girlfriend because uh, I told her that I wanted to try to do porn and uh she was like if you even try to get into porn i'm gonna break up with you so i was like all right well you're gonna have to break up with me so i really didn't want to get in a relationship while trying to do this yeah but i didn't really care about that yeah she didn't care so then <laughs> i really and I, I do i did really like her i was falling yeah. in love like oh very quickly so um we ended up like getting together but we still wanted to be like have an open relationship so we started swinging um yeah and like meeting up with other couples our age and like doing swaps like full swap we never did a soft swap we just went straight to full swap we did like zero to 100 very quickly <laughs> um we've always been very sexual people so yeah. it yeah. honestly just felt natural for us like it didn't feel like a big step because that was just something that we'd always like wanted to do and try out. Um, and this, it's something that you were both both open to. You're both consensual about. You both spoke about it in a lot of detail. Oh yeah, and we definitely had to talk about it a lot before we did it the first time. Like you, there's always you have to have that conversation of like, okay, so what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Like, mm -hmm. where's the line at? Because we do still love each other and want to respect each other while exploring. Yeah. So, and that's different for every couple. And for us, we really have very few rules because like we just enjoy other people and we want to be able to have the other person like share and do whatever experience they'd like to. That's a very, it's a very special, very unique relationship. And it's, yeah. it's powerful because you both are getting you both are in a very, very deep, loving relationship, getting what you need from each other. And also there's the permission to explore and be with other people. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. it definitely it's takes really a special nice. person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go, you go, Max. We have a couple uh, boundaries. We only have like a few boundaries that are, but they're like pretty important. Like we, we're not allowed to, sleep in the same bed like overnight with someone else you know like right. actually go to sleep <laughs> yeah that's like pretty much that's, that's probably the one. only one yeah that's yeah. a big one yeah it's there's like, certain romantic things that i want to keep between us but for sexual stuff that's like go for it <laughs> yeah like let's do that so so you started off in the lifestyle and very consensual and then at some point did you start recording your adventures yeah that was mostly like driven by you a little bit i think you started out recording me sometimes. probably and you then show me the video like you're like babe look at this hot video i took of you well, yeah but 
you also were sent like when I was trying to ghost you you were sending me videos every day like oh that's true like dildo writing videos and stuff like that <laughs> so I right after we started swinging we it's like really hard to find couples that swing ex- especially in our age group like in yeah. we're near our age group so we were like looking around like trying to figure out like where we fit in and we found like a socal young couples like swinger group it was on uh, discord i think yeah it was like a discord group with like a bunch of couples from like los angeles and santa barbara and whatever uh we're not in it anymore so i don't I, whatever you don't but, need to be in it anymore yeah exactly <laughs> that's, what <laughs> that's what i was gonna say next i mean we don't swing as often anymore because we work so much now yeah but like but anyway right when we joined that discord Discord group we were like trying to impress everyone else there so we started like posting photos and like taking more photos and so basically we just started filming to show our friends because that was like the thing to do on the discord like oh check this out we just did this with Haley and veronica or whatever that's kind of where it started and we really liked recording it was it's fun fun. and it's fun to show people and yeah. getting different reactions out of the video and like what people would say back to it I'd always be like oh I wonder what they'll think of like this fun thing so that's really like where it that like we started to maybe build our skills as creators is by putting things on camera the things that you enjoy the consensual you know you wasn't filming without people knowing you're all consensual yeah doing the things that you like and then putting out there be friends and I, I love it. it's like waiting for the reaction so what was it like? What was it like the first time then that you put it off? At you know waiting for the reaction. Like was it? Was it? Were you nervous? Were you excited? I didn't think too much about it. I didn't really think much about it either. We were just kind of like, let's throw it on there, know. and then continued on with my day. And then I was like, oh wait, let's check the check the messages, and then mm-hmm. it was fun to see what people would say. But it was very just like natural and like low key for us. The really big response was when we started posting on Reddit. And like, because within the swinger group, it was like maybe 60 to 80 people or something like that. Yeah. So once we started posting things on Reddit, that was when we were like, at first we didn't think that anything was going to happen, but I don't know, things on like whatever we posted on Reddit started really picking up. And like at, yeah. at, at a few points we were on, she was on the front page of Reddit, <laughs> the entire website. So wow, that was kind of crazy it's like you're both a really young hot couple and very very genuine like what you were putting up there so that that you know that's what i see but for you like how do you feel that what made you get to the front page i mean part of it is that max has been a reddit user just for a long time and that he knows the website really well um so like posting to the right places was important, but also I think, I think maybe it was like my look that was really attractive to people because I do think I have something kind of different where like I have, like I'm a full bodied woman, but I'm also like cute and like nice and natural. And I think that's just something that isn't displayed as often maybe in a lot of like adult media. So I think yeah. people really caught on to my look and just you're, that we were like, you're also visibly ethnic and I think that helps. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I have a little bit of something different and I like yeah. sharing that. 
like you've you've got like an exotic kind of look as well exactly i agree sometimes for people it's you you're not kind of sure where it's from so it it adds to that exoticness doesn't it you know yeah so so come on then you're gonna have to tell us we're all sitting here where's your where's your roots from i'm from colombia i'm from uh the country in the northern part of south america both of my parents are born there i lived out there for nine ten years uh and then moved out to america for for high school yeah uh but Haley was born and raised in los angeles um yep her parents are a mix of things i don't know if you want to talk about that i mean i i think a lot of her draw is that a lot of people can project their own ethnicity upon her yeah so we actually haven't told anyone what her ethnicity is they're gonna have to keep guessing aren't they (laughs) yeah it's fun to hear all the different guesses that people have i'm really honestly flattered by like how many different the range the range yeah the range of ethnicities that people think is actually like so cool (laughs) you'll get she'll get anything from like northern africa to like lithuania or like what what else have you gotten central american or even like um pacific islander people think i'm like hawaiian or Mm -hmm. (laughs) i could be like middle eastern latina yeah yeah you you could be and and that is great because you check in like a lot of boxes when it comes to like fantasies of people that are watching mm. and, you know it's either they like that kind of ethnicity that they can see in you um or maybe you know they're that ethnicity themselves that you know they're doing their guesswork mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so now you're starting to build traction on reddit um and you're getting like front page like i mean you couldn't even buy that like you could not pay cash to get on the front page of Reddit. That is amazing. And I, I, I guess I am going to be um, having a phone call with you at a later date about Reddit, Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can definitely talk about it. There's so much more to talk about than than just Reddit on here today. So I, I want to talk about you. So did you, you know, were you inspired by any other influences or couples or? who are we inspired by i've always liked leo lulu they're a french couple they're faceless and they're very popular on pornhub they're really great they make really good videos and i like that their videos kind of showcase i don't know they're they showcase their relationship in a very sensual way yeah very romantic um it's not like there it's not a rough or impact any like heavy or anything like that so and they're so successful so i've always wanted to do something like them not in like their style not not the way they stylize their videos but just to have i like their brand partnership with someone in great content yeah yeah, it's like they're a couple and they make really hot content and that was that was all the idea we needed really to mm-hmm. start off with. <laughs> and it, it's it's important to know when you are starting off to try and have a vision of where you want to be, of where your brand wants to, to go. 
you know, and to be able to like, you know, you, you adult content creators to look online or other adult content creators and look and, and find something that resonates with you and be like, Hey, this is going to give us inspiration. And, you know, these are successful and we want to be successful. And I think it's really important to, to kind of set your sights on where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. That was definitely something we focused on at the very beginning. We would like look at some of the top performers or creators and figure out what they're doing, figure out like what things were successful Um, and not necessarily in terms of content, but in terms of how they built their Twitter or how they structure their OnlyFans, things like that, or like, you know, the, the tags on Cornhub videos and stuff like that. So um, very early on, we like looked at the more technical side. Yeah, which is super smart, you know, to, to kind of get out there. So you, you go viral on Reddit, um, right. you, you're on, you're on Twitter. So how are you, how did you then start making the move to the other platforms? You know, we, I, we can say the word P hub, the hub, um, yeah. Yeah, the hub. How, how did you make the move onto the hub and tell, tell us about that. We started the, our only fans before that. So the hub was kind of like a later addition. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Once I felt like we had a good amount of videos already, we were like looking at that for a new way to advertise. Yeah. So let's let's step backwards. And so I missed OnlyFans off. I thought I'll ask you about this and that. <laughs> so what was what was the next step then? It it was it OnlyFans was that yeah. kind of like the next step? Yeah. After... So once we. So after we were swinging for a while, we hated our jobs. She especially hated her job. She would call me on the phone after work and just be like really upset. And uh, I was like, babe, we, you should obviously quit. Like you're obviously not enjoying this. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to like stress yourself out. So I told her to quit honestly. And I was like, we could just start an OnlyFans and see what happens. So we started that first and then we started our Twitter and Reddit at the same time. Right. Yeah, um, I kind of did it the opposite way of most people where I quit my job first and then we started the OnlyFans page. <laughs> but I mean, that just kind of like shows how like we were like, okay, let's just put all our energy into this uh-huh. and like see yeah. where it goes. Um, yeah. So we like really did just like jump right in, started the Twitter, started um, my Instagram mm-hmm. and just went went from there on building our social medias. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and after we had like a catalog of videos, we started our PH account. And uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I, I wanted to do that for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. It was more so like the conversation between us, like how far do we want to go? Like, because like there's once the Reddit started kicking up, we, we had to sit down and ha- have this conversation of like, okay, listen, like, people are going to like probably start recognizing recognizing us in public and like <laughs> our family are probably is probably going to find out soon so yeah like do we want to keep going like is are we comfortable with this kind of fame and you know this line of work so and we sat down and talked about it for like maybe 5 minutes we were like yeah let's do it like we want to want to like be as successful as we can like there's no reason not to be there's no reason to like be ashamed of any of this so we just 
we were like, yeah, let's, let's, we went for it and made it a PH account and, uh, started posting a, a couple of our videos and yeah. literally like the first one got like seven, eight million views was posted on the front page. Oh, wow. And that wasn't right away. Though. We had that made right away, the though. account You're posted right. like one or two things. And then I kind of forgotten about it. Cause like, it's it. not really a place I would post on daily. So like, yeah. we forgot about I it forgot for about four it for months, a few months, four months. And then I think we either got it. Oh, you got a text from your friend. Yeah. Someone called me in the morning and was like, Hey, I think you and your girlfriend are on the front page of uh, the hub right now. And I was like, and he sent me a photo and it's like literally our, our, our video. It has like, you know, 2.5 million views or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I then, lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was actually one of the most exciting days of our career so far. Yeah, it was like that was... the first time making to the front page because we were not expecting it at all. And yeah. it just felt, it felt really good. Yeah. And then like, it was like a million, million, two million views a day for the next like week on that video. Wow. Just so it's So that was so many eyes on you. And from there, was the traffic going straight back to your OnlyFans? Was it, oh, were you seeing yeah. a lot of conversions yeah. for that, for that week? A lot of new it members? A, it was a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we're in the zeitgeist. Like people, people a lot of people discovered who she even was through the hub you know and a lot of those people would have probably would have never known she existed if it wasn't yeah. for posting on that platform like even yeah. though it's free content a lot of people get really hung up on the fact that they're posting free stuff out there but they need to realize that the people who consume free entertainment are also like the ones that are reposting it or like helping sure. the algorithm like sharing it or liking the video which in turn exposes that video to more people. So even though they might not be purchasing something, their engagement might lead to someone else purchasing something. So Mm -hmm. even though it was like, what, five, seven million views, not everyone converted to our OnlyFans, but... Enough did. (laughs) Yeah, like our profile shot up 30, 40%, like very quickly. Yeah. So it was about getting exposure you know, getting the right kind of exposure and then seeing that there was some conversion coming over. Yeah, there's a ton of conversion. That was probably our, one of our most successful months. Yeah, it, it sounds like it would be. And I love it. So so you your account on the hub has got, you know, you've got a lot of people hitting it up and you've made some achievements on there as well, didn't you? As well as getting onto the front page. Did I see a plaque yeah. when I come to your apartment? <laughs> yeah, you did. Should we pull mm-hmm. it out? Oh, I'm yeah. not sure. It might oh, be sitting over there. there. He showed it to me. I was, and he was very, very proud. I was like, "Oh, amazing!" I don't know. We still might have not unwrapped it yet, because I'm worried about scuffing it. Oh, you know what? You've put it somewhere really super safe, so it doesn't get scratched. Yeah, exactly. We actually mm-hmm. put it. It's still in the in the original <laughs> packaging. <laughs> it's like my most prized possession i'm like it's like you know how people keep like toys in the mint condition in the box i'm like i have to leave it all intact and beautiful <laughs> it's like me i collect funko pops you can't see them but i have like cabinets behind me and Ooh. i was collecting like yeah. i've got hundreds of funko pops but actually right now i swapped them out so i've got you can't really see it but it, it's you can't see it it's swarovski crystal 
it's Disney Swarovski crystal. Oh, but I, I, I take, I, I, see, yeah. I can see the Mickey at the top. But I like, I take stuff out the box. Like I'm a, I'm a taker out of the box, a kind I of mean, person. That's good. And, but really? most people like, yeah, with like the Funko Pops, like don't take them out, keep them in. It keeps the value. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, I, I did a video, I don't know, it's like 80 or 100 Funko Pops. And I literally was like, okay, Take them out the box. Here's this one. Take them out the box. Here's this one. And People the comments, really lost their mind. Losing their mind. They're like, don't take them out. I was like, why? <laughs> it would go crazy. <laughs> anyway, yes, keeping it nice and perfect in the boxes is great. So, um, so let's talk about expanding your brand more. So now, you know, you've got an achievement, you've got hundred. So you, your plaque is for a hundred thousand followers on the hub, yes. which is yeah. amazing. Thank well you. done. <laughs> yeah. And, and so now, you know, you've got a lot of traction, you're a couple, you're, you, you know, you've got all these eyes on you. So now it's time to, now you, you're going to go, and start working with the the big names in the industry. So how did you make the step up, you know, to um, start working with other big names? I think um, when we had been doing OnlyFans for a while, then we had the conversation about, well, maybe we should start collaborating with other OnlyFans people and like bringing that together. So we started doing a lot of threesomes. We started doing couple swaps, like any other like, I don't know, foursomes. Yeah, a so bunch of we first videos. one of the first one of the first people from the industry that we worked with was Christy Love. Um, yeah, she's she's great. She's a great performer. She, uh, she like runs her own church. It's so cool. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I just yeah. had her on as a guest, and yeah. it was through your recommendation Aww. that I spoke to her. She was lovely. So yeah. that one, if you are listening to this podcast right now, Christy Love was the last one that we just had on. So go and check her out. So thank you for the introduction, Max. Of course. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, she was the first person that worked with us when we were first starting. So we kind of like, you know, we found her in, we found someone that was willing to work with us. And then through her, it was kind of like a resume building. Yeah, we from point from there we so. met a few other people and like kept up with that momentum mm -hmm. and then word of mouth goes a really long way so like you just meet the right like one or two people and they say something good about you to someone else and it's like a cascading effect after that yeah so i i love that effect and i'm gonna say like it works both ways if you're really good or you're not so good exactly you, yeah you know that will follow you and you know let, let's talk about reaching out to me i remember I, i'll i'm going to tell a story now from the other side yeah, <laughs> as, being, <laughs> as being someone that's established in the industry and then suddenly like this guy hits me up and it's like you know let's shoot and i'm like okay now i need to do some investigation so mm -hmm. i had to look so i'm clicking on your profile like oh who else is he work with oh he's got a girlfriend let's look at his girlfriend oh she's cute yeah okay she's doing you know professional scenes okay what's he up to let's go back to him so i'll click 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 who's he work with and then you literally got a message well which other mills did you work with question mark <laughs> yeah that's exactly what you said to me 
And I had to really dig because you're a very high level, like established performer. So like, you know, I had worked with a lot of people at that point, but no one that I think you had, had even heard of. So I had to give you like the biggest names that I'd work with. And <laughs> I think you had recognized one or two or maybe. Yeah, I, I, I like I probably recognize more, but I trusted the opinion of the ones that I personally know. Right. Okay. And there was probably one or two and I reached out and I, you know, I have my, I really have questions. Like, you know, I, but I'm, I'm probably not the norm, you know, but I want to know, like, was he professional? Did he do mm -hmm. what he was going to say? Did he do a good job? Would you work with him again? Would you recommend him? Was mm -hmm. he respectful? Did he push, you know, any, did he go past any boundaries or anything? So mm -hmm. you, you got, you got tick, 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 tick on yours. Yeah. But, you know, as a, as a, somebody that's not so, you know, well known in the industry, you know, what you did was good, you know, reaching out, building up your resume, and then trying to reach out to different people and say, hey, like, I would really like to work with you. I, I think for me, you know, as, as like an established performer, I've been in the industry since what, 2008, you know, you have, I, I, I check, you know, I'll go on Twitter, who shall I work with? And the guy's like, me, me, yeah. me. And so you click and it's like, they don't have a lot of followers. And it's, it's kind photos. of, yeah, yeah, all photos. And it's, it's kind of like, I love the fantasy. I absolutely love the fantasy of the, the, the guys working, you know, with, with us. But I, but for my only fans, I want to make sure that the choices that I'm making are guaranteed choices. You know, I want to, yeah. I, I, I've done it a long time ago. I used to do the tiny take casting couch for my website, you oh, know, cute. <laughs> whatever happened, happened, you, you know? Mm. So it was, and my fans love it. I absolutely yeah. love it, but I don't do a lot of scenes anymore. So the scenes that I do do with guys, I want to make sure that they're as good as can be. <laughs> I totally understand. I think it's also a safety issue also. Like, I don't want her working with anyone that I don't trust or that is a risk to hurting her in any way, yeah. like mentally or physically. So, And I think it is common for most women in the industry when they're working with new male talent to reach out to other girls they know or like other people they've worked with and be like, hey, do you know this performer? Like, what are they like? Do you like them? Like, have you had any weird experiences? Because I usually always do that with new performers. Yeah. And I have girls like maybe every so often hitting me up about someone I've worked with in the past. And so it's always good to do your homework and yeah. to to treat the thing as a professional, um, to treat it professionally. Because a lot of people, I think part of why we're so successful in content is because we take it really seriously. Like it's not, it is fun and we love doing it, but it's also our jobs and it's my, my income so yeah. it's it's something I treat professionally and respectfully and I think that mindset will get you really far yeah that's really good advice I like that the experience that I had you know with you guys and you know we did the scene and it was I I had a lot of hits on our first scene Max like a lot of hits I was yeah like, me too it was a great scene <laughs> it was I was like the the guys loved it um and then I was like, I introduced you to Shari Deville. 
Yeah, and you did. It was like, because me and Sherry will talk, we're really good friends. And, you know, if there's a if there's a good guy, and I think he must have asked to shoot again. And um, it's something about shooting again had come up. And so I'm like, okay, hitting off Sherry DeVille. So what do you think about this guy? I said, I worked with him. It's good. Do you want to do you want to give it a go? She said, yeah. That's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so so you know going from one i'm gonna call myself a top milf you, you know I'm, I'm, you are i i'm <laughs> you know and then another top milf um shari deville and it was like for, for max i'm like max and i'm i'm like thinking to myself max i know you can do this i i know you can do it and the like now the standards are high <laughs> There's like there's, yeah. there's, there's the location, the professional camera guy, everything's set up, and then in walks Max, and it was just like <laughs> I got there late too. I had driven an hour, like I was late. It was honestly a lot of pressure, <laughs> but um, but you do well under pressure. Yeah, I do great. Fan I do fantastic. I love being under pressure. My best yeah. work is under the most pressure. So. And for you to come out and that day, it was just like, bang, bang, bang. And I'm going to say this. I know, I know you're sitting here and you're sitting in front of me. I think that's probably got to be one of the best scenes of the year for me. Like, I'm going to say Thank that you. because it was, it was so powerful and it, it, yeah. it was, and I, you know, when you work in like with three people, sometimes you always feel like there's someone sitting as the spare part sometimes that happens and you gotta try and keep the flow and it's like how am i like what shall i do now where shall i put my hands where you know what should i be doing should i be talking should i be using my mouth what what should so mm -hmm. I think think that it was just like me and sheree me and sheree and max is just like fitting in <laughs> yeah it was honestly awesome it was like the chemistry with on all three of us was like perfect yeah from what the trailers i watched on twitter i was like wow yeah um, it was a really good scene very well done it was really good so i'm gonna say this it, it's it's amazing you are an amazing couple and you know to i love that people are going to be like listening and watching you for the first time and seeing like some of the the big achievements you know that you've been making and i know that you're going to keep going on and making more of these just gonna keep going. <laughs> Haley, I haven't worked oh, yeah. with you yet. So I, I, I've got a feeling it's gonna be a Tanya Tate Max and Haley coming up soon. So That'd be amazing. That'd be, cool. <laughs> That'd be really cool. I'd absolutely love that. And you know, at the same time, we're talking about good things. Like if, if you are like in the industry and there's something that you're doing and it's not good or it's not good karma, you know, there's things that people are doing you, you know it follows you around you know me I've done a scene and the guy wasn't all that you know and you're like okay you don't want to work with them again um yeah. so you you've always got to like do a good scene and then also as well as content creators be respectful of the other content creators you know if you're making the scene and you put it out there's a lot of things to discuss isn't there you know yeah. when we put the scenes out like when are we putting it out you know what are we giving away for free mm -hmm. there's there's a yeah. lot of yeah it was Talk a collaborative it was a i think a lot of people 
forget that it's a collaboration. So there should be like input from both parties. Um, so we really try to respect that and be like, ah, uh, accommodating to whatever the other person's like business model is. Um, and I think that helps us also. Yeah, it's good to be <laughs> flexible. Yeah, um, I'm always like editing the, the release schedule. It's good to just like be mindful that this is sex work and it is it is a personal line of work. So people have certain boundaries. And um, as long as everyone's comfortable, then that that's what makes a good video is if we can all be there, agree on things and have good energy. That's yeah. the yeah. best outcome for everyone. I, I, I like that. So you, you know, you were shooting for OnlyFans, you're now on The Hob. And then at what point did you make your first professional scene and how did that come about? Well, so I had been trying to get into professional, uh, the professional industry, and I had been reaching a lot of dead ends. Um, it's really hard to get any attention as a guy, obviously. Um, a lot of companies don't want to give, don't want to give you your first try because it's usually a waste of money for them. Mm -hmm. Um, they don't want to like spend multi thousand dollars, you know, close to like six, $7,000 probably. And then have like this random nobody like fail. Um, mm -hmm. So it was really hard for me to get my foot in the door. So at, at a certain point, we tried to get in together. And because she also wanted to do it, but she didn't want to do it like as seriously as me. She was like, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to try some some scenes. So we tried to find some like, tried to find someone to shoot us both together for the first time. But there was not a lot of people that were willing to shoot me at all. Like they were just wanted to shoot Haley. Mm -hmm. So. I think that also like because we like stuck to our guns and we didn't just like give in like okay yeah sure Haley you sh shoot a video and see if you can get me in there later like we stuck to our guns and we were like no we'll decline that offer we declined a lot of offers from a yeah. lot of people that I'm very grateful we didn't work with yeah I think yeah. I really I'm glad we took our time and we're thoughtful about when and who with we entered so so tell me who did you go with Oh yeah, you applied for an agency. Yeah, I applied to an agency, a really popular, like established one that's been around for a while, and and they told me that they already had someone that looked exactly like me but was younger, so they don't need me. Oh. Um, and it <laughs> was like literally just some other brown. It was just like literally, we look nothing alike. We're not yeah. even like in the same scenes usually. Like we don't mm -hmm. really go for the same roles usually. But the only similarity is we're both Latino and have dark hair. So that was enough for them to, to say no to me. Um, they didn't even agree to a package deal. We were like, we'll both sign for you if you take us. And they were like, no, we just want Haley. So we were like, whatever. Yeah, it was really weird, actually. They're like, whatever, uh, fine, we're leaving. Don't talk to us anymore. Um, yeah. And shortly afterwards, Kieran Lee had hit, had messaged Haley and, uh, of course, Kieran's. Yeah, yeah. Kieran's, Kieran's like, like his magic. He's, he's, <laughs> he's that man. all over the internet. But yeah, he hit me up, and we were talking about working together. Um, we were. Um, we hadn't really worked with many guys at the time, but you know, obviously, his resume is very 
stacked. So we were like, hey, why don't you shoot our first boy, boy, girl like with us? And surprisingly, he was like very receptive to that. I thought because he was so established and popular, he'd be like, nah, get this loser out of here. True. But no, he was like, yeah, sure, come over, whatever you guys want. Um, so we show up to his house and there's another performer there, uh, Marina Maya, who is this Indian. She's also English. She's from England, yeah, but she's yeah. from Indian descent, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's a sweetheart. We love yeah, her. <laughs> super sweet, super nice. But we had, I had no idea. I just like walk into the house and there's this like other beautiful woman here. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? And Kieran's like, do you guys want to have a, a four way instead? And I was like, we, we were like, uh, sure. I was like, of course. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would, would like, that's a lot of pressure. That's like, I, yeah. I wasn't mentally prepared for that. So yeah, I think that's another True. thing that a lot of guys don't realize how hard it is to be a male talent. You have to just like be super flexible and roll with the punches. Cause you know, you can't control every environment. Um, so whatever, we start doing this, this four way, I wasn't prepared for it all. And, you know, well, it wasn't like new, we'd done a lot of, um, swaps yeah. and things, but it definitely was like a little bit of a curveball. but we were like down to do it. And so, yeah, we did the foursome and like Max did a great job keeping up with Kieran and like performing well. And we all had a great time. And then afterwards he was like talking with him and he was like, he did really good. Mm-hmm. and like <laughs> we did the pop shot at the same time it was like everything was phenomenal I, like when we started he kind of just like threw his pants off and he was like ready to go and i was like oh shit, we're starting oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but um Be ready. But yeah that was like how we made our first connection with someone who was like really had like the ability to get us through the door into the yeah. professional scenes. Yeah, we didn't even bring it up. Like right afterwards, he was like, have you guys thought about maybe shooting for browsers? And I was like, you know, we'd freaking love to, but you know, we're trying to find um, someone that's willing to shoot our first scene together so we could debut together. Yeah. And he was like, I can do that. I'd love to do that for you guys. How's next month? And we were like, oh, yeah, yes, so that was uh, November 2022. We did our first scene together mm-hmm. with Brazzers. And Kieran, was- yeah, Kieran was the, the director, and it was fantastic. It was a really hard scene. I think Kieran has been testing me. Even that first four way, I'm pretty sure that whole thing was a test. He made me take the photos, he made me do everything. And uh, during our first Brazzers scene, it was like a three part thing where the first part we were on a couch. The second yeah. part, we were in the shower, and I don't know if you've ever tried to shoot something in the shower, but you can't have warm water. It has to be cold water. Otherwise, it fogs up the lens. I had to steam. So, yeah. so it was a cold shower. Performing Our in very cold first water is professional very hard. scene. Yeah, in front of a, <laughs> but, a, a crew of people is wasn't is not easy, but we did a I was fantastic definitely, job. I was definitely pretty nervous. Like we yeah. we had it on the calendar for a while, and I was like, okay, yeah. like this is gonna be cool. And like, I'd never really done anything like that. But once we like got into the rhythm of like, I got my makeup done and they put me in the outfit and I was feeling good. Like the day really went really well. And like, that was the first day that I was like, okay, I really actually do like being on set. And like from that first scene onwards, like we've been really enjoying growing our professional careers as well as Mm -hmm. the content. Yeah, so that was self-booked. And then like a month, 
after that, or maybe like a month and a half after that, I had uh, another agency of Motley Models decided to give me a call and they were telling me that they are, they are thinking about starting to represent guys because uh, they, they had been around for a while, but they only represent women. So I was the first male performer that they signed full time. So that was kind of, that was very special. That was really big. There's only five guys in the agency right now. So it's, it's... Did we meet them at AVN? Yeah, we did. Oh yeah. AVN. So like back up just a slightly in the timeline, but after we were shooting those professional scenes, we had also gotten fan nominations for the AVN awards, which is like for the listeners, that's the big, um, the Oscars. Of the yeah. It's like industry. Oscars of the adult industry. And, um, so that was really exciting. We got to go to our first AVN um, that December, January of 2023. And um, it was really cool. AVN's a great place to meet a ton of people and just build those connections that we've already been building on like Twitter and through collaborations because everyone's in the same place. So you can really network. And we got to meet Dave Rock and yep. the Motley people. And so that's like part of how that relationship was built. I like this. You, you're given a lot of information. So people that are going to be listening, you know, our listeners, they're going to be your fans, my fans, other content creators and people effectively that could be getting into the industry, whether they're, you know, single guys, single female couples, they're going to be listening. So I love that we're just giving them tons of tips. It's like so many things. Networking is, is really important, you know, yeah, networking, everything, it's literally, especially for guys, like, it, you need to have someone in the room already to be like, hey, yeah, Max is good. Why don't we try him? And that's like literally how I've gotten most of my scenes because someone someone in the room is like knows about me and they're and they need a last minute replacement or something. They're like, why don't we try Max? And then I come in super last minute and try to do the best job I can, be as respectful as I can. I honestly just try to act myself. I try to yeah. always carry myself with pride and class. I think it's really important. So yeah. as soon as I get in front of a lot of these directors, they they immediately like me because I'm, I'm respectful and professional and I'm there to do my job and I leave. Yeah. yeah. And that is very noticeable about you. You know, Thank you. for me, for me, I, I've met a lot of guys and there's some guys, you know, when I used to shoot, I would literally put them on my no list because the, yeah. the chemistry wasn't there or they were not respectful. Yeah. And I did not want to work with those people. And now that I choose the people who I work with, if I'm shooting with you again, you know, it's definitely because I, I trust you as a performer and I like the way you work and it, it's, you know, we do good scenes, the fans love it. I'm going to keep coming back, you know, <laughs> Yeah. which, which is what you Thank want. You. And so your nominations, tell me what your nominations were for your, you got AVN Annex Biz Award nominations. Oh, what were you nominated for? She was, was nominated for more, most, spectac most Spectacular Boobs. And, uh, oh, it was Rising Premium Social Media Star. That was, that was, or that was X Biz. X Biz. Oops. We were also had some X Biz nominations. I was nominated nice. for Best Male Social Media Star uh, for nice. X Biz. Um, super cool. Thanks. Yeah. And then she was nominated for one other AVN award. It I'm was like forgetting. best, best like OnlyFans star or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. think it was like Rising something. Yeah, 
Verizon but... Premium Social Media Star, maybe. Something... Yeah, could, exactly. Could be. It, Something it was, like it, that. It was some good nominations anyway. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a okay. two good nominations. So we decided to go to uh, AVN. It was our first experience out there. And it was really nice, actually. We had a great time. Yeah, I, I love it. So you are a couple. You've been super successful. You know, I love that we've covered your story, you know, from getting into the things that you do. You you know, you work really well together. You, you Your names are getting known in the industry you know as as really good performers i i love it so i want to ask you you know what are some tips that you can give to other people um that want to get into the industry you know just some is there anything else there besides the things that we've already mentioned is there anything else that you would give advice for people listening i think there needs to be more genuinely good guys in the industry I think a lot of good guys are probably like told to stay away from the adult industry, but I, we need more good guys. If you're a good, respectful guy, then you can do really well in the industry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the biggest aspect to like growing your, your career in adult work right now is really the brand building and like having that social media presence. So if you can figure out what's like unique about you or what's like special to your personality and just like channel that into your content, that's really what people are going to see because they can look up a picture of naked woman or they can look up whatever they want on the hub, but they're going to be coming back to you for that personality, for like the way Mm -hmm. that you talk and the way you text and like the videos of you like being yourself and like engaging in your daily activities like that's what people can really connect with so I think if you can focus on bringing that into the content that'll make it really shine I like that absolutely yeah there's a lot of girls that get into the industry with no social media presence and they think that the industry is going to make their social media presence but it's not the the all these companies are just trying to make money off of your video they they're not incentivized to to promote, to promote you, or, you yeah yeah um you really have so, to do that work yourself yeah you have to do that work yourself like the reason why her rate is so high even though she has she's only just started is because she has a large following like it, her video is guaranteed to do well for any company that shoots her because of her name and I think people need to realize that they need to put, add value to their name first before trying to get into the professional industry yeah that that's very true like people it's like with pr i have a publicity company and sometimes like about people that come to me and they want pr and they think if they pay for the pr they're gonna get the brand is gonna grow but it's not it's a joint way thing yeah um you know they've got to do the work they've got to do the interviews they've got to put the work in and turn up and 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 you know we are help like raise their profile they've still got to do the work that's the same here it's like you know if you're coming in you've got to work on getting that social media you've got to be active you've got to be out there you've got to be seen in places it's you know it's there are times like people can go and shoot a scene for like brazzers and suddenly like their hits are going to grow but that could just be like a one-off like for most people it's it's you've really really got to work hard at it to to just keep turning up and doing a good job and building up that fan base yeah it definitely requires a little bit of consistency 
and like keeping up with and it's a lot of work to maintain like this many social media accounts so I can't say I'm perfect but I try to be as consistent as I can be. So I want to ask you a question then how have you grown as a couple in the adult entertainment industry? Well I mean to be frank it's not simple being a couple and doing this type of work and so we've really had to like build our communication from like good to like really good because there's situations where we get jealous there's situations where like i may be a little uncomfortable or like he doesn't want me to like do something and we just have to talk about it you can't sweep it under the rug you can't like pretend it's not happening because this is like every day we're doing this type of work and so it really forced us to like face those jealous feelings and like figure out what's going on and like resolve it with each other and so growing that skill has been like essential yeah addressing things point blank is the best thing to do but it's also really hard and scary it's (laughs) it's because you also have to really understand your own insecurities to be able to be point blank blunt about whatever it is um if it's if it's like a person that she wants to work or that wants to work with her or something and i like I need to like tell her why I don't want her her to work with someone. I can't just be like, oh, you can't work with them. There needs mm-hmm. to be like a real reason. And I, I'd like, and we talk about that point blank. Mm-hmm. And like, it's really interesting how I find that a lot of the times, like the expressing that insecurity is the number one thing that helps resolve it. Like, interestingly enough, like you just like getting it out there and being, having my partner hear me and like accept that. Sorry. <laughs> Um, that really makes a difference. You, yeah. You're just such a strong couple. And well, yeah. I think that confidence has also grown since we started doing this. Like I wasn't like the more we experience this work together and like have these conversations, the more confident I am with each other. And like we've become a very confident and secure mm-hmm. couple like by having those hard conversations and like working through all this. Yeah, early on when we first were starting our OnlyFans and stuff. We, I we like sat down and I would tell her that even when we first started our relationship, when when I first wanted her to be my girlfriend, I was like, "Listen, like I want you to be part of my team. Like we're, if we're going to be in a relationship, we have to be on the same team. We have to be working towards the same goal. goals. So, yeah. and that's really important for me. So because we're on the same team, this is a very cooperative lifestyle that we have. So that I think that really helps also. Just amazing. You're just such a lovely, wonderful couple. And I was so lucky. You you are. You're a lucky man, Max. (laughs) You're very lucky. I I try every day to be the best I can because (laughs) she could easily find a very fantastic guy. So I have to be the best I can. You know what I mean? This is like, I'm like, I feel like I'm filling up. It's like, it's, I can feel it. It's like the love, the chemistry the trust the commitment and the success you know not only of you as performers but as a couple and there's there's not a lot of couples that can say they have that much that many boxes checked off you know so you you're doing really well so big congratulations to you so thank you can you tell everyone where they can find you online yeah, um, the easiest place is just to go to HaleyRose.com and there you'll find 
everywhere else that I'm on. Um, but mm-hmm. if you also wanted to check it out, my OnlyFans is Haley Rose XXX. Yeah. And also you can find all of my links on maxfills.com. Um, I try to make it as easy as possible for you guys. Uh, but yeah, my yeah, my OnlyFans is also just Max Fills. Um, yeah. My Twitter is Max Fills Your Mom. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a good one. <laughs> I've always loved older women and MILFs in general, so I decided to make that my entire brand. It's it's doing really well. And yeah. you know, you're playing on you're playing on what you're gonna get booked for, you know, that young kind of college guy look, making sure that all the MILFs in the industry are well looked after as oh, well certainly. as yeah. so important. <laughs> Where it is it's, it's that branding. So is there anything else that you wanna mention before I let you go? Um, if I had one more tip is to don't be afraid to reach out to other creators and ask them questions. Good like, questions. Many people that I've talked to have been like surprisingly down to help me figure things out and like kind of like guide me a little bit. So yeah, tweet out your questions, ask other creators and um, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. Thank you so much to you both for coming on the podcast and Thank you, Max Phils, Haley Rose, and it's been a pleasure having you on. And I hope all the listeners, the viewers, the watchers can definitely take some tips away how they can, you know, be as successful as you. Thank you yeah. so much for having yeah. us, Tanya. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you. Yeah, thank you. It was really great talking with you, and I love being able to share. So I hope we get to do more interviews like this in the future. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer success. Thank you all for joining me on Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. Forgiveness may be a challenge, but it's not complicated. You have to make the choice to forgive. In the words of Martin Luther King Jr., darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. That's an amazing statement. We need to forgive. We need you to forgive. We need to be forgiving people. And we forgive with love. Do you have a story to share of how any of my podcasts have inspired you to be a better person? Who do you want me to have as a next guest? What questions or advice do you want us to discuss? I invite you to share your feedback. You can leave feedback or ask me questions relevant to the Skinfluencers Success Podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can also ask me by commenting on my latest posts on my social media including leaving a voice note on SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. You might get featured on a future episode. So let's listen to my favorite SpeakPipe voice note of this episode. I'm back. Caller 69 here. From vacation right back to the Skinfluencer Success Podcast. Just in time, it seems to be for Superhero and Superfan Week. But I wanted to let everyone know that there's plenty of opportunities to subscribe to your platform here on Patreon. Um, And it gives everybody the opportunity to listen 
in and listen early on uh, to the work that you do as far as uh, inspiring people with positivity and your guests are truly fantastic. Um, so it's good to be back and I look forward to being uh, a part of uh, the top tier. Caller 69. Talk soon. I love it. Thank you, Caller 69. I just love it. It's like full of appreciation. Yeah. And to hear your feedback, it means a lot. And it means that I want to keep making these podcasts. And yes, I did introduce a new tier on Patreon. Um, starting with this episode, a super fan tier. So if any of you think that you are the ultimate super fan and you want to be a part of helping this podcast, then you can go to patreon.com slash tinytate. And on there, you can get to be a sponsor. You'll get a shout out at the beginning of the podcast, at the end of the podcast. And you will also get a monthly shout out video from me. And I have to say, I do, um, you can order shout out videos from me. If you compare it to the benefits on Patreon, you're going to get a whole load more benefits on Patreon. You're going to get to listen, watch and see episodes early. You're getting shout outs. You're getting your monthly video. And you're also going to be a named sponsor on the podcast. I'm truly honored that you put your trust in me and you wanted me to help pick up. I'm truly honored that you put your trust in me and you want to help me spread the word and spread messages. If you do hear me play your voice note, then definitely let me know. Hit me up with your name and your mail and address. And, you know, I'll get your photo of appreciation sent out if you give me a nice voice note message. And if you're listening to the podcast on Apple, Amazon, Audible, and on Inspired, please leave me a written review and give me five stars. You can also give a five-star rating on Spotify. Thank you for the support, guys. Keep it coming. I love hearing what you think about the show. And of course, you can get to call me via phone or video call. You know where to find my premium social media platforms. Sexpanda.com slash tinytate or onlyfans.com slash tinytate. And we can get to chat one-on-one over there. Follow me on Twitter and Patreon at tinytate. TikTok and YouTube at tinytatetube. Instagram at tinytatecreate. I can see all of my official links include my premium social media on my link tree. Just search link tree and my name, Tanya Tate, all one word. And remember, if you don't see it on link tree, it's not me. The Skinfluencer Success Podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. Watch it first on Patreon. It then also gets released on OnlyFans and YouTube. Patreon members get to exclusively see me reveal in advance this episode's guest and will be treated to exclusive clips that don't make the final cut of the video. Tears come with benefits. This episode's shout out of appreciation for being a Level Up team member goes to Caller69 and Nicola Ward. Thank you for your support. The super fan sponsor of this episode is Kev. Shout out of gratitude to Kev our sponsor and you too can support this podcast by signing up on patreon.com slash tanya tate this is tanya tate you've been listening to skinfluencer success one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to forgive when you forgive you don't change the past but you sure do change the future now get out there 
and go build your bank.